Now so far we got up to 25 units, but then we recently, uh, February, sold a uh, eight. Right now, like we're at 17, and we also um, took on two flip projects, uh, like one last year, one this year. Like coming February, just nine units sell. I think we can pull like 250k, uh, like from from the refinance. 250,000 dollars a quarter of a million dollars on one property refinance yeah you heard me right we're gonna be talking to yishi today who is gonna explain the ups the downs the good the bad so stick right to the end welcome yishi today on the real deal show my friend from ottawa so happy to have you on welcome to the show yishi thank you dave glad to be here awesome awesome so yeah, I wanna I wanna kind of get into your situation, see your progress, hear about your story. Uh, for the audience, they always kind of love hearing from the action family. So like I mentioned, you're from Ottawa, but yeah, tell us a bit uh, more about yourself, Ishi. Uh yeah, me and my wife actually we um, are entrepreneurs in the design and build industry. Um, started that business around 2014, uh, but pretty much we always had investing in real estate in mind. We watch a lot of HGTVs. We wanted, we started the business kind of thinking that we we would want to eventually flip a house. That was, that was a dream at that time when we, 2014. Cause like, too, like I said, too much HGTVs. And fast forward, like, yeah, like we just didn't, we were so young that we didn't know like a business is gonna take, consume so much of our time that we just kind of were just working in the business. We were learning a lot, like we're learning about the construction, the management side of things, but really didn't have any time to do any real estate at all. Like we just really just, just business. Um, yeah, like how we got into real estate was like beginning of COVID. Uh, there was like a two month shutdown. But that's when we were like, okay, like uh, it's, we, ha we have to, we had to get into like, first of all, like because of the shutdown, like there was, we, we thought it to ourselves that it was going to be a six, like maybe like a 12 months a period where we're, nothing's going to happen. And that's that's kind of only, the only thing that we built, right? So uh, it was like putting all the books, the podcasts is like in, in mind is like, okay, let's, let's, uh, we have, we have to like look into real estate and, uh, and like see what we can do. At that time, I was, I was really just thinking like, I wanted Burr in Ottawa, like just do Burr strategy in Ottawa. Like I can find some work for the team um that keep them busy while because there's no quarantine if it's all your own projects right and mm -hmm. also maybe just you refinance it and, and build something passive from here so that was kind of uh, not knowing anything about the market not knowing about cash to rents like uh like ottawa was not like a, a really a cash flow play market mm -hmm. time. and not, not knowing anything about that just thinking that, that that's kind of where everything will fit in uh went to this small meetup um and uh, people were just kind of like telling me, okay, <laughs> if you're looking for a cash flow play, then you have to look for somewhere else. That's just kind of how it is. You can check of Ottawa, look at the rents, comps, and then yeah, that's kind of where I was like, okay. And they told me to like, because you guys were supposed to be the speaker in Ottawa yeah, at that time. Right. I don't know if you guys, but it was right, right, at the, uh, right at the start of COVID. And that was a funny time where that podcast I mean, the, that that uh, that event was they didn't even know it was the last one that they 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 thought there was going to be like a few more afterwards. But like because how serious COVID got that, that was actually the very last one. And then everything was completely just like just just shut down. Like that was like the, the most serious, serious times. Right. 
So I was kind of lucky that I got to got to there, and then people were re recommending, "Oh, just contact Mel and Dave," and uh, and 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 that's how we I, we set it up a call. I was like uh, two years more now. <laughs> yeah, but like that's really how like I I, le I learned more about okay where to look at markets that and also OPMs and uh, and also yeah just like multifamilies because it's income based not like uh just yeah it's just more scalable like you can look at more as a business right so five units enough basically like i learned i learned so much okay. and yeah oh, that's super cool you know i forgot about that conference that's right it was i think we had just gone back from florida and uh yeah that's right i forgot about that, that was canceled i was looking forward to that actually too uh speaking of it in ottawa so cool thanks for bringing me down memory lane um, but I love that you kind of, you, you went into it trying to get one flip and, and now you're, you know, you're doing real estate. And I do agree with you that the five units and over, um, more equity-based lending as opposed to asset-based lending instead of you qualifying for it or the building qualifies for financing over the individual. Um, no, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and I like how you pivoted too, right? COVID, hey, if that's not a sign, if now is not the time to start getting into real estate, what is, right? So instead of just not doing anything for two months, you're like, yeah. let's try this, uh, what we see on HGTV all the time. Let's try out this real estate thing. Yeah, like, um, yeah, basically, like, it was almost like, just like, you just had, you had to, you had to go with it. <laughs> like, uh, because, like, thinking about, like, six, six years in business, that nothing, everything we've built was just to rely on, like, a business that's, like, but we were also, like, very active in the business as well. Like, so, but it was a good push because, the whole the whole time I was always trying to learn, but like not really committed. Uh, like just there's so much procrastination. Like I, I I read books, listen to podcasts on the road between job sites to job sites, like hundreds and hundreds of like uh, podcasts and, and books, but just not no no action, not nothing nothing right. So there's many reasons to it. You can call it busy, you can call it procrastination, but that was that the two months. Um, was like for me looking back it was like wow that that's kind of the time where it's like oh it, it came at a good time for me not mm -hmm. just because it turned out but like mainly because of like yeah if there wasn't that like okay just nothing nothing happened like i had all the time i can do and then it's almost like i was prepared for it just uh, i just needed some time to 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 cool down and uh and and, and focus on it that was like the most time I spent on looking at deals to looking on the MLS, I, I think more than right now, because I'm back to being like busy in the business now, right? So like, I'm, I don't have that, but like that two months, looked at so much stuff on the MLS and like learned so much, like Google mapped, like the the the, uh, the, the streets that I was uh, eventually invested at. And just like, although we're not there, but like, I felt like I, I was more familiar with in that city versus in Ottawa. Ottawa I have to GPS, everywhere like uh I, I can only rely on gps i'm not that good in like streets but like because i google maps so much in that in the, in the area like i felt like i know that street more than more than more than ottawa oh wow <laughs> that's pretty cool actually so doing it from a from a distance i love it um yeah. okay and if you feel comfortable you should like tell me you know about your your portfolio what does it look like and what kind of things you got going on the new, the new year coming up like yeah just tell me a little bit about the real estate side of it yeah, now so far we uh, got up to 25 units, but then we recently, uh, February, sold a uh, eight, sold an eight. Went through that details. That's that's a that's a funny story. Uh, it's a learning experience. But yeah, like uh, well, we can talk about that. 
But yeah, so so far, like right now, like we're at 17. And we also um, took on two flip projects, uh, like one last year, one this year. That's also uh, um, the, not the best timing. There's some there's some learning experience I can share as well in this, like in, in, a, in a downtrend market. But yeah, though, that's kind of what we uh, like turn like trans transition into. So in the past two years, we picked up a few multi. We started with a duplex, and then after that, we saw the rents that that were were stable even in COVID, and like the demand was there, so we were comfortable going for five units and up. So that's how I was like. I picked up a six, then picked up a, a eight real quick, and then a nine. The eight and a nine was a package together, okay. well, off market. Yeah, so it was that, and then we we kind of just left it at that, um, with like thinking about okay, now now that I think we were more comfortable in the real estate investing, we should go back to our dream, which is we wanted to always flip our flip a house. Uh, uh, um, that's kind of how how everything was what like started right, like in, in our construction business and everything, right? So so we, we we got one, and then and then we picked up another one. Uh, this this one that I wanted to, to talk about, like the the second flip, is probably the uh, like the our biggest learning experience. So our biggest loss is equivalent to the biggest learning experience, right? Yeah. So they're correlated. Okay. And and just want to make sure I understand. You had twenty five units and you sold an aplex. Is that what you said, sorry Yeah. Yeah. We sold it in February. Yeah. We sold one of them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you capitalized on the height of the market, pretty much, right? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, like, uh, it was, it was a quick sell. Like basically it was off market. Like the first day, like, uh, for at night, uh, we, uh, me and my partner, which is my brother, like we decided we wanted to sell. And then it was, it was like, okay, let's list it, see, see how it is. And then the second morning, <laughs> it was, uh, so we got a person to sell. So that was like, uh, the, the craziest, the craziest, craziest time. That was right before the interest rate rise. So that was literally right at the end, right? Right before. Right. Right. And right after, like even during purchase and sale, they, they started announcing the, uh, the, the increase. Wow. That's right. Yeah, because Jan, Feb. Wow. Okay, really good timing on your end to liquidate an asset. Um, Lucky, like I wouldn't know, but like it was just like, well, at that time for us, we uh, had to make that decision to sell because like, we can go into that detail if you want to. It's a, it's a kind of like, a, yeah. so after we bought the duplex, the six, like um, that eight and nine was off market package like uh, from, from the realtor directly, he, he's the owner, sold it to us as a package. And we looked on paper, um, like the, the numbers obviously really, really work. It's what we're looking at is just under market rent uh, units, which they're around like average 700 per unit. And that market, the average rent is like the ones that I'm renting was like 1100 to 1200, right? So like the duplexes and the, and the, uh, the six. So for sure, for sure, it's, it's very massively under market rent just by looking at the numbers that's both the eight and the nine the nine units so we're getting at a 72,000 per unit I knew it was a steal regardless of it because like eventually we sold it at like 120 per unit so yeah it was still yeah. you, made, you made a nice chunk of change there that's awesome yeah, yeah. I'd love to kind of go go through a deal with you at, at like a you know kind of bird's eye level. But if you want to talk about one of your deals, I'd love to kind of dive into one, whatever you're willing to share. Yeah, yeah. I can show you about like uh, eventually what the nine like. So so that one uh, is 
um, a package with a nine, and then like right now, like the nine was a good. So like basically now we look at it, it's like okay, they just want to let go of that eight and nine. But like the nine, we actually are coming up to the refinance by uh, February. Oh, nice. um, yeah, so that one is kind of just very stable. Like uh, we increased the rent now, like to like average around nine fifty, and that one also was purchased at seventy two thousand per unit. So it was b- both eight and the nine were the, were the same. So I was. Six hundred and forty-eight thousand, I believe, on the like when we purchased it. Like, uh, it was at one point eight at that time. So it was like for me and my brother it was like that. That was like really, really good. Like really, really good timing. Now that like uh, two years, like uh, we were coming up to refinance because of the market rent over there. Um, like for for, for CM, CMHC MLI is uh, in that area. Like it's one hundred eleven hundred and forty. Anything below that is considered affordable. And then we only, like, we only within the two years raised it to roughly around 950. So we kind of qualify for that. So we are able to use the nine unit to refine and get 95% LTV on a 45 amp. So that one, that one we, we, we did really, really well uh, coming February. So like coming February, just the nine unit itself, I think we can pull like 250K uh, like from, from the refinance. I want to backtrack here. So. Come Feb, CMHC financing, which is amazing, right? 95%. And for our listeners, if you're wondering what that is, it's Canadian Mortgage Housing uh, Corporation. Um, yeah. Basically, they insure the, the loan um, so that the lenders feel more confident in going higher loan to value um, and, and longer terms, right? It's more, they, they, they're more comfortable going higher ratio mortgages. Uh, so just for the listeners at home, if you haven't heard of CMHC before, Mel and I have four uh, CMHC mortgages as well. Um, but that's amazing. 95% loan to value, 45 year amortization. Like, are you doing a five or 10 year term on it? It's a five year term, but a rigid, right? So like minimum is five year fixed term. So timing of like interest rate is not the most ideal, but like just that 45 year, like it could have been 50 if the uh, building up to 50 because the building lifespan and they look at the how how old your building is and then if you have 50 years left and then the the, the way we our rents are it's a it's based on a point system that and our rents are all below like massively below so it's it, we could have got 50 year app um if the building was like was appraised like another 50 years but we only have 50 45 year left so that's kind of what we got yeah. and again listeners if you're thinking about this on the appraisal it has somewhere where it says the uh, the economical life span of the building. So that's what uh, she's talking about. But that's absolutely amazing, though. You know what I mean? Forty five year, like that's 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 very very. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Plus the quarter of a million dollars you get to take out in equity pullout is absolutely amazing, right? Like that's huge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the plan with that money? Like, what what are you buying next? So. I think I think we're gonna budget for sure for some turnover. Other than that, I think I'm. Um, I'm gonna be like more conservative running numbers, like finding projects that had a like a large enough upside. Um, yeah, just just um, run worst case scenario, do uh, use all my like mistakes that I've learned, like make sure the big condition period, the, the inspection to negotiate a lower, lower price. Cause this is kind of the market where you can do that, right? It's like if the, the seller is really motivated to sell at this time, then you can be really, for example, that eight unit, if I, if there was trying to sell it right now, like you could go in and then say, like, okay, this whole roof, the whole wall is gonna need 
20, 30K per unit to, to kind of fix just, just itself, not, 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 not just the, uh, the cosmetic stuff, right? Just the, just the remediation. So you can kind of negotiate a better price and kind of cover yourself and mitigate that risk. So if you get that deduction, then that's fine to, to purchase it at that, in, in that market, right? So yeah, I want to be more conservative. And also CMHC, I want to say that I think they have like the MLI specifically, like they send me a list of things that you can invest. It's uh, turnovers. Uh, basically, it has to be like back. To, you have to build back to the uh, investing in real estate. So it has to be uh, any any other investments or your current investments or construction or something like that. So I don't know how they track that because it's going to be my first time going through that process. But yeah, they 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 make you like uh, sign like oh what what percentages of um, things you're going to work towards this, what percentage of the things you're going to work towards uh, what. So they, they have to approve that. Yeah. yeah, no, great point. I love that you talked about that, the equity pullout, because um, I've seen it a couple of different ways. I've seen it prior to, uh, at the beginning of COVID, we did a CMHC equity pullout and they were fine. They didn't have anything. And then for a period of time, they actually did not allow for equity pullouts unless you could specifically show, or, or it was two things. It was either to repair a building and you had specific quotes, like they were very, uh, this is from memory, so I might be off. Or if you were utilizing it, they would allow the refinance to come out it would be held at the lawyer's office and trust. And then that refinance money would then be for a down payment on another asset. And then they kind of laxed a little bit. And now they have the, the sheet that you're talking about. Um, yeah. One most recently, and that's kind of the same thing where I was like, yeah, of course I'm buying more real estate, right? Obviously, or, and the cool thing about it is uh, when you do those refinances and bring those funds back into, because we have multiple corporations, but I, what I like doing is let's say you have multiple buildings and multiple corporations one one building that gets the refi and then that money can help with some of the refurbs the repositioning in the other buildings to make those ones even stronger and then so yeah it's like a domino effect so i love that you're already thinking about uh renovating and repositioning your other buildings too yishi that that's uh yeah. that's a nice change to have my friend yeah 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 thank you it's uh it's Ooh. it's like just lucky that where we started where i where i got to join the program like timing wise and then and yeah, like that timing, like I look back, it's like, yeah, that's kind of, I'm very blessed. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. What would be advice to, to someone that's, you know, looking at getting their first or their next income property? What would be advice for, for the, the viewers? I think, um, like, like I said, like just making sure the project has a large enough upside, like run numbers um, with worst case scenario and have multiple exit strategy planned out as well, right? So just yeah like if if it can be turned into a bear or a short-term rental or rent to own like rent to own you have to like plan it out like just have that have that in mind as well so again for the listeners and the viewers where can they reach you what's your what are your handles on on social uh my best definitely is email my email is uh just my name y-i-s-h-i dot p-a-n at terzettahomes.com Okay, cool. But yeah, I know amazing Yishi. I love your story. I love how honest and open you've been. I appreciate you being on the Real Deal Show. I'm looking forward to hearing about your your refi in the month of February of uh, 2023. And uh, yeah, appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. So wow, I absolutely love talking to Yishi. Just going through my notes here, uh, a lot of a lot of knowledge shared, a lot of nuggets there, right? Obviously, some some super 
amazing stuff getting that cmhc financing 95 percent loan to value and 45 year amortization that's absolutely a game changer thank you so much for watching the real deal show i appreciate it and if you liked it make sure to check out our next one